This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and special thank you to Spear Rocket VA for making this all possible. And welcome, Chris, to the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. We're excited to get to know you. So take us back to the beginning, Chris. How did you find yourself a real estate agent? And, you know, <laughs> you're in the market you are now, where are you from? Give us the whole lowdown. So I'd actually been in real estate much longer than being, um, you know, before I got my license. Um, flipped four houses in college. And then in 2011, my wife and I started buying rental properties and we flipped a few deals. But uh, it was a... A guy that he's like a local legend where we are because he's he's probably bought two thousand plus houses, um, investment properties over the years, and then he owns wow. a, a you know a, you know real estate investing finance company. So he's been a part of thousands even more than that. But um, I asked him, I'd go to his live events and uh, I asked him a question once, and I don't remember exactly what I said. Uh, it was probably direct. It probably asked him, hey, what do you think about getting a real estate license? But Ultimately, what he said is, hey, look, if you're going to be a professional in this business, you've got to get licensed. And right. it's weird. You get a lot of real estate investors. They, there's like this thought process that getting your license is going to hinder your business. And it's the exact opposite. Like it actually helps it. So my respect for realtors went much higher once getting a license because then I realized, whoa, there's a lot of work here to do all these transactions yeah. uh so that's how was, that, that that's how the license part journey started that's awesome that's a and that's funny you know wow you know it's uh they do say you know it's it's so easy to get your real estate license which is true you know the entry to the market is easy but being successful in the industry is not i think what 90 percent of agents fail well, first couple of years. so I think the reason for that is it appears easy on the outside, which maybe fundamentally it, it can be, but it's not necessarily mm -hmm. simple. And a lot of it boils down to the discipline. Most agents don't understand that they've effectively, they're a business owner, which means they're responsible now for sales and marketing, for accounting, tax preparation, hiring so there was there's maybe some hr and training um and then of course transaction management transaction coordination compliance with the broker they're everything that can be really easy when you only have one deal going on or two or three but eventually when you run out of your sphere and now you actually have to start doing real business stuff like sales and marketing most of them wash out they don't understand it. And, and a lot of them just really, unfortunately, don't have the training, support, mentorship to learn those skills. Um, and then other ones that are, just don't really have the desire or competency to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Chris, you know, you got your license. You're a professional in the industry. But what brought you to EXP? I... 
Full transparency, I am brokerage agnostic. So okay. I was an investor. I started in real estate to build wealth and passive income. Mm-hmm. So I, when I got licensed, I hung my hat with a flat fee shop. I didn't need anything from them and I didn't mm-hmm. ask anything. They didn't bother me. I ran my business. I, I did what was needed. Um, but a buddy of mine, I respected him. He's, he, he coached a lot of investors in our market. And he was like, hey, you ought to check out this like real estate company like you can build wealth and passive income with your license and then run your own business so i did not want to go in the meeting the only reason why i did is just pure respect like i knew he was busy and if he's gonna like tell me about this thing like it's probably worth looking at it was an instant sell um it was a no-brainer for me i didn't at the time when he's saying hey this is like the amazon real estate yada 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 I was like, yeah, I don't know about that, but it is cool. It's a no brainer for me. Like I'm in. And then once I yeah. started, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know anything about splits, caps, mentorship programs. I didn't, I didn't know anything because I'm not the traditional agent. And then when I started like understanding what the traditional agent, like what their problems are, what their desires are and this, that, and I'm like, holy cow, no, this company actually really solves a lot of problems. Like this is, this is, this is going to be amazing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like with all the, um, just the opportunity that they have and the passive income opportunities and, you know, being able to have stock options that thus can turn into a 401k. I mean, opportunities are really endless here. Yeah. The, the, the stock thing is, is huge because most agents, even most agents at EXP, if they participate in the revenue share program, it's great. Most won't do that or very light friends and family over the years. Um, a few folks will, you know, they're going to go for it. Um, and that opportunity is massive. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I'm sure you enjoy it. Yeah. But the equity portion is huge because I tell agents, like I'll ask them and, and try this question too. I was like, Hey, look, you stay in this business for 10 more years mm-hmm. and then you decide it's time to retire. How much can you sell your business for Right. Long pause. Zero. Like other than what their signs and supras are, which supras will be obsolete by then. um, There's no equity. And then I'll say, now, if you spent 10 years building a flower shop or an oil, um, like a car mechanic shop, like that has equity in your business. But unfortunately, you're a real estate agent. You have no equity. You're effectively, even though you're a contractor, you're basically your own employee and you own a job for 10 years. You can make a lot of money. That's cool. But you're not building any equity in your business that's going to go fund your family, fund your retirement and everything else whenever the time comes that you want to pull back or retire. EXP allows that. And it's really the first time ever, unless you wanted to invest the money to buy a franchise take on the liability to build your own um, business and uh, your you know, brokerage. If you don't want to do that, you just didn't have that option before EXP. Absolutely. No. And you're right. You know, EXP is a trailblazer. They're changing the industry. They're setting a new standard. It's, it's incredible. And, you know, is that what makes you say, Chris, like, Hey, I'm never leaving EXP or what makes you want to stay here? Yeah. I mean, I, if someone else, if someone else can, show me a better plan. Like I'm happy to look at it. I remember I'm a brokerage agnostic and I have other brokerage. I talked to them. Keller Williams brokers would talk to them. I'm, I, I enjoy having conversations with 
other professionals, especially successful ones. So if a broker or a, a side or a compass, or if they want to talk to me, I'm, I'm happy to have a conversation because if nothing else, hey, we're all professionals in the industry. We could probably collaborate in other ways. But at the end of the day, I'm like, show me, show me the map. Because right. at this point, like at this point in my journey, it's a seven figure loss to change. Mm-hmm. You want to write me a seven, high seven figure check? Like they can't do that. Nope. Nope. One of a kind as, as of right now, a trailblazer and anybody that pops into the industry to try to mimic them. I mean, it just took so long for, um, you know, EXP to trial and error and, you know, finally come through that it'll be, it'll be difficult to, um, replicate with a sustainable outcome that EXP has really built, you know, pillars and lots of support for. 100%. And Chris, you know, obviously you're busy and you're into investing and, you know, you got a lot going on. So at the end of the day, you know, how do you take care of Chris? How do you make sure that you are not on full burnout mode all of the time? <laughs> Been there. Um, I mean, I have to work out. It's just, yep. I mean, some people meditate. Uh, for me, a long run is a meditation or a nice workout at the gym. So that, that keeps my mind focused. Um, periodic vacations, um, whether it's just a little weekend trip or this year. Actually, going to conferences sometimes, it's not really a meditation or anything, but it is a fresh inflow of new ideas and connections. Yeah. It can be draining, but it's also a little rejuvenated at the same time. Um, so those are always helpful. So like the, um, you know, the, the COVID, like hard pandemic, years where you couldn't really travel that was a little taxing on that front but uh yeah yeah that that keeps me fresh reading podcast yeah yeah and i like how you said you know those conventions and those conferences they really do help a lot because not only are you taking a step back from the work and not actively like on your phone all the time dealing with clients etc but you are coming back with a fresh slew of ideas so not only are you recharged but you're re-energized and excited again to come back to yeah, and then I'm gonna throw one new one out there too. And I was talking with the new agent um, that's that's probably on go, going coming on board. So we can pit, uh, pigeonhole is not really a, I don't know if that's the right term, but we can get group think often by going to the same type of events, mm-hmm. which that's not bad. But eventually, you'll get to a to a level where you'll get marginal returns. Um, so you could go to uh, you know various different type of sales and marketing and team building type of events that are all real estate agent focused, but eventually you'll get marginal returns. Stepping outside and going to an, a different, but maybe slightly relatable event um, can bring new ideas and help you get the edge. Case in point, I've gone to a lot of real estate investing conferences. Um, there's, there's really not a lot that I can learn there outside of just new little tactical things, but Next month, I'm going to an NFT conference. Um, okay. now, NFTs at this moment, there's really not a lot of application with real estate. Mm-hmm. There will be a lot of application later on when that is three years from now, two years, 10 years. I, I don't know. But it's a fresh new environment that I'll be able to take and now overlay that within the real estate uh, with within my world and of course educate people that you know my community and then stay on top of that so when that time comes 
I'm the NFT expert, at least within my sphere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great idea. And like, you know, I like the saying evolve or get left behind. And I like that you're being, um, you know, on top of it and making sure that you're learning about these new things coming to the market so that, you know, when they are booming, you're kind of a master of all trades in that aspect. That's that, that's the only way you, yeah, like you said, you, you don't get left behind or, um, uh, you become irrelevant. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Like, like I said, like you get left behind and you don't want that to happen, especially in an industry as competitive as this one. And um, Chris, you know, let's talk a little bit about the icon award, right? So I know you mainly focus on investing, but I would like to know, like when it comes to the icon award in your market, about how many houses did you have to sell to hit that? It, I'm, I'm 35, um, 30 to 35 in my market. So fortunately, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm in a bit more of a unique situation since we do a lot of flipping. And I mean, I, I don't do much flipping anymore. But when I joined yeah. EXP, we was doing a lot of flipping. And, oh, man, I could have cleaned house on that. Like, <laughs> even if I, if I would have, if I would have knew about EXP sooner. But um, so it was a no brainer. I was like, Hey, look, I can join this company. They're going to pay me stock in every transaction to the, uh, you know, uh, the equity program. And then on top of that, like the captain I'm paying, I'm actually going to get that back. So I'm like doing all this math. I'm like, I'll actually, my flat fee company is actually more expensive um, with the volume I'm at. And then that was before you even consider rev share. I was like, so rev share is actually pure profit for me. So, um, yeah, just by flipping, and I already paid myself a commission anyway. Because if you're listing your own properties, it's um, it's work. Yeah, it's just we had agents do that for us, so there was still commission involved. We just mm-hmm. internalized that, paid myself a commission on on those transactions, and of course, I got rental properties. And then there's this extra component, and this is where going back to being left behind and becoming irrelevant. This is where real estate investors need to innovate but also agents. Investors need to innovate in the sense that I'm talking with a lot of people. They want to sell their house, just not at the price that an investor would need. Maybe their house already is pretty. Maybe they're not motivated. I can help them. Why don't I just either personally list it or let an agent on the team list it and take that referral fee? So I did the math and it's painful to hear most agents, uh, like their reaction to this is is crazy. But I left $200,000 on the table in 2018 alone just from lost opportunities that we didn't even participate. We didn't even try. We didn't even offer. That was if my closing ratio was 30%, which I think realtors, you know, the closing ratio on listing appointments is much higher than that. So- because I, I didn't know what a closing ratio I was like, eh, 30% if I'm, if I'm a horrible <laughs> listing uh, uh, agent, like surely I can close 30. So there's that. Now here's how the agents can benefit. They need to understand the investing side. Mm-hmm. I am um, doing one, two, three, four. There's four houses right now that we have right now. And only one of them might be interested in a, in a traditional listing. The other ones have zero interest in it at all. But they do want to get the most out of their house. And there are ways you can do that. Um, Understanding how to market off-market properties, whether it's institutional investor buyers or just other, you know, if you have a database of of buyers that you know, there are ways to do that without 
all the negatives that could come with a traditional listing with showings and, you know, having to pillage through like 50 offers or whatever. So understanding that can help the traditional agent get more listings that otherwise an investor might take. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, just staying on top of that. And I like the situational awareness that you have in it, right? Like just, if you are continuing that education and you're the best in the industry and, you know, like you said, you're not, you should be setting minimum goals. Like if you're not a horrible agent or whatever, you should be hitting that certain percentage. And um, I think that, you know, is what it takes to be an icon agent and to hit that production and be a self-starter. And, you know, Chris, when it comes to the icon award, how did you give back? Right. So obviously you teach a lot about investing and you like to continue learning and, uh, you know, like cryptocurrency and stuff like that. So my guess would be that you teach in EXP world, but I might be wrong. You know, are you a coach? Are you a mentor? Um, what do you do to give back to EXP? So um, I, I will be teaching. Um, so the, for the first year I did the panel, the I conversation, mm -hmm. and I felt like, I felt like a fraud because I'm sitting here and I'm an investor and, but I'm listening to, and, and I'm like, who's, what do I have to, to, to give these folks? And, and I'm sitting next to like two or three other folks. And they're like, they'll always ask like, what's your transactional volume? And I'm like, you know, 7 million or whatever. And then someone will say 65 million or 120 million. I'm like, holy cow, like I'm like the small fish in the pond. But in the conversations, like I was actually able to give a lot more than what I thought because there's certain things that we do in marketing. And then even the sales side, like I was just talking about, that agents can take advantage of to improve their business, to get more listings. So I got as much out of that as I was giving. I, I loved that. But we are, because um, I, I, I firmly believe that well, I know this for a fact, most agents want to invest, but they don't know how, and they usually get bogged so bogged down, they don't even try learning, but they want to. They'll go their whole career, unfortunately, selling a lot of houses and not owning one of their, their own. That's unfortunate because we're the insiders. We should right, be like- that's crazy. And it doesn't take a lot. Um, you can be a real estate millionaire, buy one house a year for 10 years, you got a multi-million dollar property uh, portfolio, let your tenants pay them off. So. I am starting in uh, EXP World. Um, I think the first class is scheduled for June and we're going to be talking uh, about how agents can invest. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If you're interested in coming back on the show and doing a, like a teaser that you can share on um, your pages to get people excited about that class and that training course, you let me know because uh, the Icon podcast yeah, yeah. is for you guys. So might as well use it. Um, well, Chris, you know, what's your favorite part about the Icon Award? Is it that nice pretty trophy you get? Is it this, you know, cap that you can earn back, the stock share? Is it the fact you get to go to EXPCon and shareholders? What's your favorite aspect of it? <laughs> uh, Money is always nice. Um, trophy, appreciate it. Um, I like the money side of it better than the, the shiny trophy, which they're both right up there. Um, at this point, it's more the networking because I, I know anyone that's an icon, I know what it takes to get there. Um it's not difficult, but it's not easy either. I've had first year agents do it, even first year agents with a full-time job, which is insane. I've rare seen it happen. But that means that I, I now can, it's almost like a, this exclusive club of winners. 
and you get to network and collaborate with these other folks. And uh, a lot of them stand from the investing side. Like if I can just show them a couple of little things from the investing side, because a lot of them, if they don't understand that, they're probably paying a ton in taxes. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like there, there are certain things that you can do very, very passive that can get you a windfall of tax uh, benefits because of they're already real estate professionals as far as the IRS is concerned. And because of that, they're able to take passive losses across the board, across all income. And if they're icon agents, they're paying a lot of taxes and they don't have to be. Um, so we get to network and collaborate with, with them on that. And um, maybe that opens up opportunities. And um, But yeah, that's at this point, my favorite part. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, you know, to really be involved with the EXP community. Something that I love that an icon agent has said before to me is that with EXP, you learn, you earn, and then you return. And it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, being able to teach and give back in, like you said, uh, you know, you're super into investing. You're, it seems, you know, it's fair to assume that you're passionate about it and you want to teach about it and you're excited to share uh, the stories and sharing other people's success. And that really is just like such a golden staple in the exp culture and that's awesome you seem to be fitting the fitting the part just right chris which is super cool um so i'd like to kind of talk to the rookies right now that are watching too you know because they're already drinking water from a fire hose there's so much going on they're coming over to exp and there's like oh my god there's 150 hours of training a week there's exp con and shareholders or even go to that this year there's an icon award i i don't even know how to write an offer yet how do i get leads i have to knock on doors what the hell is going on you know, they see this big shiny icon award. Is that something they should even focus on in their first year? Is it even attainable in the first year? And, um, you know, what are some mistakes that you made in in your first few years with EXP, maybe chasing the icon award? Yeah, I mean, is it attainable? Yes. Um, it, it, it takes a lot, but it's definitely not impossible. Ultimately, icon is a reflection of work done. Mm-hmm. So you have to break down the goals. Like if your goal in year one is to sell 30 houses. Well, how many houses do you need to sell each quarter to do that? Well, now that you have your goal for this quarter, how many phone calls is that going to take? And then, and then of course, as a new agent, you should be going over this with your mentor or talking with that kind of agents in in, um, the EXP world. So how many, how many phone calls, how many door knockers, how many postcards does that take? And then break it down. What do I need to do this week to meet my quarterly goal. And then that goes down to what do I need to do today? All icon is, is a reflection of work done over the previous really six months. Cause there is a delay, like getting momentum from zero on forward. It, it takes a little time. Um, but it's just a reflection. If you do the work, the results will happen. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily, like put icon on the laser focus thing to focus on the tasks that yield icon status, which is transactions. How do you get the transactions? You got to get out there and start talking to people. Absolutely. No, that's really smart. And, um, you know, there are so many different avenues to focus on. Maybe, you know, the first couple of years, it's okay to not icon so long as you're building the pillars to where later on in your career, you're just selling houses and you're like, oh, look at that. I iconed. Whoops. You know, and it does happen. You will get there as long as you're setting out the appropriate support for yourself and, you know, really leaning into your mentors and the tools that are provided to you. Yeah. We have two people. Um, One guy who a year and a half, um, he was part-time. He was in the military, Mm -hmm. full-time, part-time. 
And then, uh, but he iconed year two, he iconed year three. I think he just iconed again in two months, two months he iconed. So he's, he's going on his fourth year. Um, but the dude has sold a hundred million dollars in transactions over his first three, three years, half of which were part-time. Now he did that because he's very disciplined. He knows how to network. He knows how to communicate. He knows how to provide value. And then of course that value always comes back. And then, um, folks on his team, they've done very well too. There's a, there's a lady who, um, and they've been on both been on my podcast. So um, she is a, her words, mom first, realtor second. So she built her business around that, keeping the structure in place where she's not sacrificing family for, for money. But here she is on year two. Um, you know, I haven't checked in with her a couple months, but I know she capped really early. She should icon this year, year two, just by doing this. I mean, it's not like she's putting in 60 hours a week, but she's diligent and she has a plan. Mm-hmm. She's executing the plan. Absolutely. You know, setting that plan out. And, um, you know, even if it's in baby steps, that's okay. Uh, as long as you're holding yourself accountable and somebody is there to coach you through it and make sure that you're setting out for those little goals and achieving them, it's certainly possible. And, you know, Chris, when it comes to EXP, were you ever on the fence about it? Were you ever, um, you know, looking over and you you, you knew EXP was the way, you know, well, so Again, I'm brokerage agnostic. I, yeah. As an investor, I, I have to, with a license, and you know, I have to go mm-hmm. somewhere. So it was just, I had no equity before. So I realized that as an investor, I'm looking for equity. And it just right. happens to be in real estate. I also mm-hmm. like passive income that comes through rental properties. So they said, with your license, we're going to give you equity on every transaction. I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. And on top of that, you can buy it at a discount even better. And then on top of that, you can get your cap back. And then on top of that, if you were to build a team, then you get passive income. And I'm like, well, I talk to agents all the time anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I refer agents to other brokerages anyway. Um, I, I get zero compensation for any of that stuff. It just makes sense. So I was completely on board. I, I, I do find it fascinating how much thought and patience people put into, I respect it to a degree, but how sticky some people remain with a brokerage that they know is not providing the value that they truly deserve, that they know and understand it, but they don't move. That I, I find very interesting because I'm like, look, you can, there's no contracts. You can you don't like it you can leave and, and right. that's okay because esp is not for everyone keller's not for everyone and i mean mm-hmm. like you go where you you love but like try it out mm-hmm. i mean if you yeah. love your broker you, i mean you can love our brokers <laughs> brokers too yeah. you can have that sense of loyalty and you can maintain those relationships while yeah. still being loyal to yourself and your family you know if you think about your example earlier she's a mom first and a real estate agent second and so you know same thing. She's got her family over her career. And, you know, if it came down to your broker picking you or, you know, their family, your broker is going to pick their family. So you might as well. And, and I bring that out. I was like, look, because because uh, someone said, well, it's only a $5,000 difference. I'm like, so can you go home and tell your wife that you're that, that you would like to write a check for $5,000, take it out of your bank account and give it to your broker, like your kids? Like, would that be cool? Yeah, is, that, is it cool to do that? Not just one year, because $5,000 may not mean a lot if you're making 150. Well, let's break that over five years. Right. 
Now that now how's that number? What about 10 years? Is that still cool? Like that ultimately mm-hmm. that's what people are choosing. If you can break it out, it has more impact. But um, I don't know. Some people have a hard time breaking over that emotional barrier. Right. And but actually, you know, as close as you are with your broker and like, oh, gosh, they would do anything for me. I'd take a bullet for them. They'd take a bullet for me, whatever. Okay, go up to them and ask them to write you a check for your cat back. Yeah. And let me know how that conversation goes. Yeah. And then let's talk about EXP because, you know, you're not guaranteed to get your cat back at EXP, but you're presented the opportunity, mm-hmm. which is in itself more than any other brokerage office. Yeah. The opportunity that you control. Absolutely. And it's up to you to put your nose to the grindstone and build it. And, um, you know, I've met people that have focused on their downlines instead, and they make eight to $9,000 a month off of their downline. And so, you know, there's room for passive income and investment and growth and selling houses and everything else here. And um, EXP's just been incredible. And if you're scared to make that jump, you know, reach out to somebody like Chris, who literally is broker agnostic, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, Unbiased. love EXP. They treat, me, they treat me so well. I love my old broker. I mean, he had um, like 2,000 agents or so in Texas. And I even talked to him when I left. I was like, hey. Um, but I mean, he understood. Um, he understood right. what was going on. And um, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's incredible. Uh, Chris, you know, we are coming up on about 30 minutes here for this podcast. It's been an awesome episode today. Really valuable. I don't get to talk about investing a lot on this uh, show. So I'm really excited that you know, we kind of cracked that open a little bit. And I really am excited for the opportunity to do a spinoff podcast with you. Uh, but for the podcast of getting to know Chris Bounds, you know, is there anything you would like to leave the listeners with today? Um, I mean, if you're interested in investing, um, investedagents.com. Uh, we have a, we have a community. You can connect with me. Um, I answer if you, if you post anything on our Facebook page or Instagram or whatever, I answer all DMs. So um, I'll be happy to get back with you. But uh, otherwise, I'll be at the shareholders event. If you're with EXP, say, say hi. Um, yeah. Awesome. I'll be there too, Chris. So I'll make sure that we get connected. Thank Definitely you so, so much for your time today. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. You too. You too. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Thanks. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistance. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.